This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, let's get going. All right, welcome to the Hollywood Pipeline Podcast. I am Dax Holt. I am joined by Mr. Adam Glenn. Hello, sir. Dax, how are you, my friend? It's good. Uh, everything is good here. It's been crazy here in New York City the past few weeks with the Met Gala. We had the New York Upfront Week. We've had tons of celebrities um, in New York City. It's been it's been good. It's been fun. I was just with Kevin Hart this past week. He's the coolest, the nicest guy. I was with our girl Oprah, which I didn't even tell you this, Dax. I saw Oprah the other day. Okay. So she's... She sneaks into I like, the I like how he says Oprah, like everyone sees Oprah every day or something. Okay, so keep That's going. Amazing. Oprah's, my, Oprah's, <laughs> Oprah's my girl. She's my number one, okay? And Me it's too. crazy, dude. I, I get, like, I when I see Oprah, I call her babe. Like, it's just, it's crazy. I call Oprah babe. And it, there was an event at the Apollo Theater, and she snuck into the event, but apparently she was only going to the event for like 15 minutes. So on the way out, I go, Oprah, Oprah. And like, what are you? If you had to ask Oprah one question right now, what would you ask her, Dax? Uh, I don't know. I hate these questions because I can never think fast enough. <laughs> right, I would well, say, is- if Oprah, if you could be any Marvel character, who would you be? Okay, so the only person that's going to listen to that is Marvel. Nerd. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there's a lot of people that like that. There is, there is. So, but stupid me though, I sh- I probably should have asked that because. I asked about the Alabama or bo- abortion law. Oh, Jesus. And which, you know what? If Oprah had an opinion on it, that's big news. And she goes, Adam, I can't get into that. And she jumps in the car. Turns out she goes to the car. I meet her at the next corner and I'm just walking down the street. And she rolls down the window. And she goes, You know, I love you, but I can't talk about that. Well, of course it's Oprah. But hey, you got to hang out with Oprah. Do you see who I get to hang out with today? <laughs> I see that, man. And I'm excited for today's show. Uh, I, listen, I've been wa- we've been talking about this privately. We were like, yes. man, we'd love to have her on the show. She's interesting. She's fascinating. Uh, I th- I feel like she's got a she can make a lifetime movie about herself because she's just she's young, but she's had a lot of chapters in her life. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm excited for the guest, and I'm glad that she's uh, she looks great. I, I actually with the dark hair, I didn't even recognize her. <laughs> Do you like it? (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, we have Miss Courtney Sodden in the house. Welcome, Courtney. Hey, thanks for having me. Do you like the dark hair? I like the dark hair. I like it. it. Yeah. Is it scaring you? Here's a question. (laughs) When you change your look so dramatically, do people not recognize you? Because they're used to the blonde. Yeah. I mean, one time, the last time I changed my hair brown, um, I hadn't seen my father in a while, and Mm -hmm. I invited him out for dinner and he walks in the restaurant he takes a look at a look at me and just smiles kind of like oh and i'm like oh my dad and he walks on by he's flirting he like flirted with <laughs> me and i'm like that's kind of so fucked up he didn't even know i'm his daughter so yeah i mean i'm a chameleon i can change that's looks. so funny yeah what a crazy story we're like uh dad please don't flirt with me i god <laughs> That's uh, that's awkward. We're, yeah, we're not even in communication right now. Yeah. He basically told me to go uh, f- fuck off. Still, after yeah. all these years, yeah, he think, hasn't like moved on with his life a little bit. He's so angry at me. I think for a lot of things, but for going off and marrying a man. Okay, when but I was that 16, that chapter like, is he, closed. He feels like he's replaced, and 
And then he, his marriage fell apart with my mom, and I think he blames me for all of that. And then he threw away all my childhood memories in the trash. He threw away all my videotapes. He took them to the dump. And I'm like, Dad, I'll, I'll, I'll still hang with you. He's like, go fuck yourself. Really? I, I, I don't know. I, so me being a father, <laughs> I can imagine being upset in the moment, but I also got to think that, like, at the end of the day, it's your daughter and shit happens and you don't always love the decisions that your children make. But mm-hmm. if your daughter's reaching out and she wants to have a relationship, you got to move the fuck on, right? I would think so. But, I mean, I'm a woman. I'm not a man. Men are complicated. You guys are complicated. I'm this too close to becoming a lesbian, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the internet probably wouldn't totally complain. I, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am. I'm so close. I need some pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind of feel like uh, women can be uh, a bit of a headache, too. So I, I wouldn't necessarily yeah. toss guys to the side because uh, no, I need some women have their own issues. Life. I need a little, a little cock here and there. <laughs> don't we all, Courtney? <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, well, Courtney, though, like you got the music career going on. Like yeah. when, when people say Courtney Stott, you know, what do what do. What do people think about you? What do they know about you? Tell me what you think the public yeah. well, so that, thinks knows about you. I think that is a great question. And the reason I say that is because I read like a big long article that like BuzzFeed News did on you mm-hmm. that it changed my perspective. I felt I felt like I They're knew a lot really? about you, but then I felt like I really don't know a lot about you. So really? I, I want to hear your, your answer That's to his so question, what you think of yourself. What I think of myself. Just a, what is your perspective of I mean, daughter? my perspective of myself is completely different than each and every one of you have of me. And um, I, I believe it's because I've struggled with vulnerability ever since I became famous, like so instantly. I feel like a part of me kind of shut down and I just left that girl in Seattle. Mm-hmm. You know, I just left her. And right now, the whole point of this transition in my life is... In in so of writing my my album, I'm learning about myself and I'm learning that, okay, you aren't this like blonde character, you know, you're you're something completely different than what people have perceived you as. So mm-hmm. So yeah. when you you say you left the old Courtney up in yeah. Seattle. So then who has been here this whole time? I mean, an imposter. <laughs> I scared a scared little girl that's that's you know, was hiding. I mean, Marilyn Monroe did the same thing, mm-hmm. you know, and Jane Mansfield and Anna Nicole, I believe, did the same thing. And I just uh, refused to end up that way. Yeah. So this is kind of a, a saving grace. OK, so if you were going to explain the new rebirthed Courtney, <laughs> who are you now then? If you are not the blonde, you're not the scared, who are you? I'm emo. Emo, emo, Courtney. I'm emo. Yeah, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm emo. I'm goth. I'm. I love writing about death. I mean, like that's just who I am. I love. I love art, dancing. I mean, I'm putting together my album. I'm putting in a lot of sweat and tears, literally, into this thing. So I'm putting it all in there. And Adam, have you heard any of her new music? I have. It's fun. It's good, and it's young. Like it's just like it's it's just good music. So I mean, you know, it's. It's it's, it's just solid music. There was a a video that I put up on Hollywood Pipeline. It's from like two months ago of you performing, and I was listening to the song. I'm like, this shit is catchy. It was which re- one was it? I wish I could <laughs> hold on. I'm gonna look it up while we're talking. 
But um, the song was actually really good. I was surprised because you know you never know with someone that's like ah. Oh, Paris Hilton, I'm going to put out another song. Or, you know, someone who's not necessarily known in that industry puts yeah. out a song. You're like, okay, this could go either way. Yeah. But I found myself actually listening to it quite a few times and going, this is some Thank good you. stuff. I mean, this new album, though, Courtney RX, is going to be completely unleashed me. Like, my, my true... You know, it's gonna be fun and skanky. Like that's it's gonna be a part one. <laughs> skanky. I've never heard someone describe it's gonna it as be skanky. skanky pop, um, <laughs> hyper pop. But the second, I'm and I'm also gonna do a part two. So the second's gonna be a little bit more, um, you know, real and and actually singing. Okay, and who's helping you produce this whole thing? Oh my gosh, I have a, the best team behind me right now. Shout out to Jay Diggs and to Superstar. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean incredible producers incredible mixers um i'm writing all the songs so i don't need you know a songwriter um and coming up with the melodies and stuff but i got some great 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 gangsters on my team now is this has music always been something that you're interested in or is okay yes it's always been my passion it's always been like a safe place for me to just kind of go and um just learn about myself and you know talk is cheap but when i'm and I just feel so kind of like lost out here. But when I am writing music and I'm in my place, in my zone, I feel so safe. I feel like I'm living inside of the music and inside of the words. Like that's the place that is my heaven and my calling. So I'm going to stick to that. Well, I feel like that. <laughs> don't you feel like that's what a lot of artists say? Like it helps them, but not only them, it, it helps the listeners. It helps the fans out there because it might hit them in a spot that – they feel vulnerable too. Okay, let me see. Let's see. Uh, performs during her. It was your album release party, off the record. Let's see. Oh, what, the what Ember Days. From? Ember Days. The Ember oh, days. is that all done? Mm-hmm. We're not doing Ember now. No, I mean, I, I think that that was like a self exploration stage for my art, you know. And I was still trying to find myself, but I'm not a redhead. So this song dude, is not going to be on your I'm album. I'm not a redhead. Which one is it? I don't know. I don't know if I can play it. I still love. I still love all that. I mean, that was a total mood. That album. Off okay, the tell me this song because. Which one is this? Can you hear that? Yeah, I hear it. I, listen, it's, it's good music. It's solid music. That, that was a good song. I liked it. Alone. Yeah, that's good. It's a good song. It's so catchy. Yeah. So wait, that's not going on the album? I wrote that. Yeah? (laughs) So wait, wait, not going on the album? If you think it should, I mean, let me know. I think it's a good song. You? You like the song? I think it's a good song. It's fun. Show me the uh, light, right? Show me the light. Show me the light. Show me the light. Yeah. I don't see any tonight. Yeah. Okay, that song needs to go on there. I like that song. (laughs) (laughs) I got you. I feel you. Listen, you've had like a – you're young, you know, but you've had a very, very interesting life. I mean, through, you know, obviously having a young marriage to your music career to – stuff you put on the internet uh-huh. you were also homeschooled is that right yeah uh, due to well from interesting things that happened in your life from seventh do you, grade to do you think school. that any of the the homeschooling and stuff kind of led to you kind of being more provocative potentially uh because um I was removed from public school in sixth grade because of bullying. I mean, in fifth grade, I was vice president of my school. And in sixth grade, I was hated by all the girls. I wonder what happened. You know, <laughs> I wonder what happened there. I don't know. I developed early. And then everybody started hating me. So then my mom just, like, pulled me out. And it was, like, mean girls. But I, there, there was only one Regina George mm-hmm. in the entire school. That was me. 
And so my mom pulled me out, um, homeschooled, and I think that it definitely gave me space to create and to find myself and to be ridiculous, you know, wear ridiculous things, to to just find myself. I've always been an artist. I've always been somebody who has been, been an empath, and my mom allowed me to to grasp that, and I'm grateful to her for that. Interesting. What I feel like is a constant theme in your life, you're talking about how you were bullied back, you know, in sixth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. Yeah. And then I feel like a lot of this, you becoming famous, I feel like you were very much bullied in the media and bullied by social media and bullied by people out there. Yeah. How do you keep your head up? Because obviously (sighs) you've done a great job. So like, how do you, because I hate, I hate smoking joints. I smoked one before I got here. I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, smoking joints, writing music, trying to stay, you know, find your safe place, find that place that. Because I, I know that, like, even with Adam and I working on TMZ and being in front of the camera, like, a lot of people would hate on us, but we were never yeah. as a much of a public person as you have been. Yeah. So I got to imagine you go and you're like, do you even want to read Twitter comments or are you just like, fuck it all? I don't want you You know what? Now I don't give a fuck. Like, they can suck my clit, literally. Like, I don't fucking care. I don't fucking care. I That's mean, a, I think it's a good mentality, though. Yeah, I don't really care anymore. I am, you know, I'm an artist. I'm, I'm doing my music, and I'm a completely different person under the mask that I've been portraying. You know, oh, Anna Marilyn Monroe. Like, that's not really who mm-hmm. I am. It's a part of me, but it's not really who I am. So, Do you think that is the best way to evolve? Because I know someone like Paris Hilton... That is her stick. Yeah. And she's kept it up. And underneath it, Paris is one of the smartest business people out there. Uh-huh. But people picture her as ditzy blonde when that's just not that's even just the case. That's just not the case. Yeah. I mean, I'm not to say that I will never go blonde again. I just needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just needed a break. I, you know, I always feel like I have to be on with the blonde hair. There's like a flashlight on your head and everyone's like, oh, my God, there she is. And there are days when we just freaking feel like shit i just put a youtube video up on my youtube courtney saw an official and it's already touching a lot of lives i opened up about my struggle with depression and how i hid under the blonde hair and that whole gimmick mm-hmm. and yeah yeah just I, do, you, do you regret kind of your career path to you know how you kind of became famous to you know, the, the, you know, basically doing all the shows from this couple therapy to Celebrity Big Brother. Do you regret doing any of those shows? Or are you like, you know what, you own it. You're like, you know what, fuck it. I did it. It's yeah. fine. I've grown as a person. It was a cool experience. Or for your future, you're like, fuck, I can't believe I did that. Yeah, I mean, it's mixed emotions. Like, I think, um, you know, during and after, I never really wanted to do it. Like, I was just very uncomfortable with, like, that. I mean, because, yeah, I mean, it was a form of bullying. Doug and I felt bullied, like, mm-hmm. really, like, to the core. Like, we felt so bullied. Um, and then for me, being bullied in school, it was just a really difficult time. Um, and then to just put yourself in in the ring, you know, on these shows, like, it's, yeah, it just didn't feel good. And I... I have regretted it, but I'm trying to not, and, and I'm trying to embrace everything now. Like, I can't just leave my past in, behind me. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like in order to find my identity, I need to embrace my past and 
allow it to transform me. Yeah, I don't think you, I don't think you should ever regret what you've done because, you know, that's the purpose of people being able to reinvent themselves. Yeah, that, that is their past. That is decisions that they've made. And hey, one of those decisions may have led you to where you're at today. Exactly. You know, if if you would have yeah. taken another, maybe you wouldn't be sitting right here because. You would have done something else. Who knows? Yeah, um, so I don't think you can ever regret it. I think embracing it. That's the one thing that when we had Fair Abraham on, I loved that she was so unapologetic about everything in her life. It she made is. Me oh, my gosh. love her so much more. We text and she's the funniest thing. Like, I actually look up to her in, in a way where a lot of people would probably laugh mm-hmm. and bully her, too. Um, but I actually think that she's an intelligent businesswoman. No, I mean, she's she's really smart. She's really freaking smart. She works it very hard. She she works hard. She's yeah. you know she's she's a brand. She she looks. But good. isn't there she's, isn't there something super likable about someone not apologizing for who they are? And I, she owns it. Yeah, honest. I love that about her. Yeah. You have to respect the honesty. I mean, like you know what? Fuck it. I did a sex tape. I'm owning it, you know? And Courtney, listen, you, you got married young, you own it. I, I mean, that's just my yeah. opinion. Everyone got their own opinion. It, it is what it is. And, and you know what? Too. And say. that's kind of what I'm learning to do now. Like, I'm learning to own it. I mean, I I still have so much love for Doug and him, me. So um, I don't regret that situation at all. And I just want to embrace it. And I was going to say, I saw an Instagram post you put up recently about it being the eighth anniversary of... Uh-huh. The Doug marriage and just yeah. and I, I thought it was interesting you put I love you Doug in there just because it seems like you ended that very peacefully and yeah. hey it was a it was a chapter of your life and you've moved yeah on. I mean um, we still talk Doug and I still talk we are trying to figure out our relationship right now and it's been very confusing because you know the craziness of the of the you know birth of our relationship and then. Um, dealing with fame on top of it every mm-hmm. single day and, and then dealing with, you know, addictions and et cetera, et cetera, on both ends. Like, it was very challenging. Um, but he's out in Michigan right now, and he's he's taking a break. Like, he's like, I'm going to freaking break out yeah. of marrying you. You said there was addictions? Um, yeah, you know, a little bit. Like, you know, both of us drinking and and, you know, fighting and all that. Um, we loved hard and we fought harder. <laughs> When's the last time you guys made love? Oh, um, probably two years ago. Okay, so yeah. it's not like you guys are just, you guys are done. No, he's way in Michigan. I'm not, I can't fuck him from Michigan. I'm in California. <laughs> Plus, that's a, I feel like it's in your past. That's not like a, a current thing. I think that's behind her. How did you guys meet in the first place? I mean, where yes. were you at the time? How does that yeah. kind of evolve? You know, take yeah. me through it. Oh, God, this again. Okay, so (sighs) we met through mutual friends. My mom went to school with uh, the son of of the Ventures, this this band. He has two kids. Anyways, there was a mutual friend. Um, Doug was friends with one of the the daughters here, and my mom went to school with the son. So I was in Donald Trump pageants, if you can believe it, (laughs) back in the day. And I was modeling and doing my music. And um, I also was really interested in the art of acting. And so, you know, my mom's friend was like, oh, you know, my sister knows Doug Hutchison. He's doing acting classes. And so that's how we met. Interesting. I was going to say, you know, you brought up the fact that, like, 
would you, you know, ever be ashamed or whatever your past. But I'm thinking it is so hard to break into Hollywood. Oh, my God. It is, I know. It's almost impossible these days. And so I'm thinking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You, you, you were a part of something that was so crazy and, like, either pissed off a lot of people to get everyone to talk about you. Mm-hmm. But it, it worked. You know what I'm saying? It like worked. It worked. Yeah. You are a, a very popular. You're very famous now because of that. And even mm-hmm. though it's your past, I mean, it it worked. It worked. I mean, I didn't even know what I was stepping into. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't even realize that this was going to happen. I just thought, you know, I found my saving grace. I found Doug. I found this guy. And, and you know, getting the attention that I didn't get in my hometown, you know, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. blah. And then all of a sudden I woke up to an E! News broke the story. And I'm just like, and from that moment, like just a small town girl and then seeing yourself in the mainstream media, mm-hmm. like, and then just getting married to a, to a 50 year old. I mean, the whole thing was just like, I'm still trying to process that moment, I right. think. Well, that's crazy. Isn't so, that crazy? Like so eight years ago, I'm still trying to like process still thinking about it. Well, it, I think it all happened so fast, but I have a question for you. So the yeah. second the news breaks that you guys are done, yeah, how quickly do your DMs fill up? Oh, my God. My DMs are just... I don't... I, I just... I just... I try to go through them as much as possible because I have so many, like, people actually saying that like they you know look up to me and my fans and supporters but then there's so many dick pics pussy pics i mean <laughs> i i just decided to just not look at them anymore. but now any any uh any of them come through with a little blue check mark next to them yeah anyone anyone I famous look, I, lo- I look for that but I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay you're not a peasant no <laughs> <laughs> so who, who would be the most famous person that dm'd you then Oh my God! Can I give this information away? Come on! I don't know. I, I find it I so interesting. So. Um, what was the last one? Oh, Ben Glebe. Ben Glebe running ben for president. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> so wait, wait, right? Oh, Ben Glebe, the comedian. I mean, yeah. Is that what, fake what it, though? Is it? Is ben it just... Glebe DM me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he sent you a dick pic too. What a fame whore! Don't <laughs> vote for him. Show. Don't knows? vote for him. President now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> oh my god i'm so lame um sarah had one of the guys from the lakers hit her up so i was wondering if there's any athletes or any other actors that you kind of like or yeah i mean me and shane west talk okay interesting you know. no d pics from him though huh? huh just dming each other or uh texting yeah yeah is he cool How me? he's very he's very cool he's very cool huh how'd you guys meet uh through insta Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't it funny how how you can network on it's social like media these days? It's like everything's through Insta now. Yeah, it, like back in the day, yeah. you had to like actually run into someone out in public, and now it's like, oh, you've got a check mark. I got a check mark. We can talk to each other. Yeah, <laughs> like crazy. we're verified. You know, but Shane is a big star. Is is Doug the biggest celebrity you've ever been with? Mm-mm. Mm. No, I don't know. I mean, I don't think so. No. Who would you say? Who, no. What other celebrity have you been with? Like, would you say? I, I don't know. I, I, Doug's a you know, don't be wrong, a great actor, but is Doug the biggest actor or celebrity that you've actually dated? Um, hmm. I don't know. I mean, 
Probably. I mean, yeah, because we're the most famous together. Yeah. So, it's almost like, like the coupling get more, makes you I more get more headlines, headlines, yeah, than like, you know, an actor that's like, you would be like, oh my God, you talked to him. Like, Isn't that interesting that uh, couples get crazy. more news than like individuals? Like Beyonce gets a lot of news, Jay-Z gets a lot of news, but you put them together and suddenly yeah. it's like the biggest thing. Yeah, Spidey, yeah. same thing. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. The thing with Doug, though, what attracted you to him? Why do we keep going to Doug? I'm so over Doug. (laughs) Can we be be done with Doug? (laughs) (laughs) No, Doug's it. What'd you say, Michigan? Where the hell is he? Doug's not even around. We're over Doug. (laughs) Wouldn't you like, you know, obviously when that relationship goes public, I'm just interested in the fame part of it. Are people like reaching out to your parents for questions and comments and like, is your whole family dynamic changing? Because listen, reporters and everyone's calling your yeah. direct family. Is it insane? Yeah. Like, what goes through your head during that? Well, I don't really talk to most of my family, and I think a lot of it has to do because of it. I mean, you know, none of them thought I was going to be famous. None of them, you know, thought any of this was going to happen. And then I think it just had like a ripple effect. Mm-hmm. Like, throughout my entire family. So, I mean, I'm not talking to my cousins, really. I'm not talking to Do you think there is some, anybody. like, jealousy in there? Like, whether or not it's family, it, it hits the cousin line, and then cousins can be a little jealous. Like, why is she famous and we're not? Why is she getting all this attention? I don't know. I can't answer. I mean, maybe. And I think it has to do, too, with the, you know, just the issue with me and my dad. Like, I think my dad's just kind of making everybody on that side think I'm, a, I'm the witch, or something. <laughs> That's too bad. It's too bad that all of it has like turned so sour for you. I know it's sad. I mean, especially being out here in Hollywood, you know, you want all the love that you can get. Like, I DM'd my cousin the other day, and I'm like, "Hey, I see you're watching my stories. Like, her face is constantly there, and it's yeah. like a little freaky." So I'm like, hey, "Why don't you just hit me up? You know, I love you. You're my little cousin." And she just sits there and reads it. And I'm like, I see you're reading my stuff. I'm like, why are you doing this? What? And nothing, you know. And I know it's because of the drama between me and my dad. But it's like, I'm like, okay, fine. You know, go, go, go have a good life. Go watch me from afar then. I don't Keep care. watching yeah. me. Getting, you know, I hope you enjoy my next song. So what's your love like? <laughs> what is your love life looking like now? It's looking, I mean, complicated. I mean, Chris is right here. Hey, Chris. He, he is. Grab a microphone, Chris. No, there's a boyfriend there. <laughs> I know Adam, Adam can't see. That's the there, funny part. There Adam is can't a see there is a boyfriend here. here. Chris, awesome. move that microphone over. Let's let's talk. To there him, is a boyfriend here. It's a little awkward. <laughs> it's like, I kind of want to tell you guys, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the other side of the country, so bear with me, okay? So good. So good. So, so, so Chris, uh, what a, what, do you do you ca- classify it as complicated too, or how long have you guys been together? Because I recognize you. I've seen you in photos. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's complicated. Do you get tired of the Doug talk? Are you like, shut the fuck up, guys? Uh, yeah, like last night. Yeah, yeah. every bit. day. It's every, every day. day. But oh, it is come hard. On, just tell the yeah. truth already. Yeah, it's Every hard. Day. It's hard for I think anybody to be in a relationship with a person still in another relationship. But do you feel like she's in another relationship, or do you feel like she's just it's defining itself? Yeah, it's it publicly <clears throat> it was like them too. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of like she's. It's you just got what you wanted. Out. Okay, we're talking about Doug. No, guys, <laughs> little really devil behind here. <laughs> 
He's like, yeah. No, but it is fascinating to hear it from a boy, boy, boyfriend perspective because we don't think about that as like, mm. you know, an interviewer. You're, you're not thinking, oh, yeah. what is the next person's thinking? Are you're you just mad thinking, at me? No, I mean, no, you no. were sitting there with like cringe on your face. No, no, no. Though, I was I mean, dealing with your event for tomorrow night because oh, Travis can't so get sweet. into the email. You're so sweet. I'm doing an event tomorrow night. <laughs> I'm seeing with Brooke Candy, so I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so, <laughs> so so you basically have to deal with all the constant Doug talk. So you're you got yeah, I'm used to it. I think like if it's he hard, I think like in terms about of Doug too. Huh? You bring Doug up more. Than oh I yeah, do. no, sometimes because it's like it's like an elephant in the room. Yeah, and I think it's you know, um, I just try to give as much space so that she can try to figure out what that relationship means in her life. Because mm-hmm. for her to grow and become independent, like you need to be able to figure that out. And I don't know what that is, like whether that's romantic or if it's like family, like her tie to family is with him um, as like a parental figure, which he played as part of her life, too. So who knows? Have you met Doug? I have. What are your thoughts on that? That wasn't a good meeting, was it? No, I met him twice. People are going to want to see you, by the way. So let's see. Say hi. (laughs) (laughs) I told you to get dressed. (laughs) It's just from your waist up. Come on. You're good. You got your hair did. You're doing good. Don't worry. Forty's making out with you, you lucky bastard. You're <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining. I mean, you know, it's, it's <laughs> so. How long? How long you been with Courtney? How long you guys been kind of hanging out? I mean, past couple of years. And two and a half. Years. Did you yeah. come to New York with her? I did come to New York with her. Yeah, he was drunk in the club. Yeah, I think I met. <laughs> okay. You okay. Did, did I meet him? Yes, you did. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Shit, I meet so many people Look randomly from your life. Chris, so what do you do? Um, I'm, I work with startups. Okay. So like I do, I've founded a couple companies, but I also just, uh, do a lot of growth marketing consulting. Nice. If that makes any sense. And then how did you two meet? See, this he is was in, he was in my Sorry. spam folder. I, he yeah. was, were you in the DMs too? I hacked no, into her spam. life. spam. <laughs> he was in my spam folder. What does that mean in your spam folder? He was, he messaged my, uh, management and he was in my spam folder. But like for a business opportunity, yeah, or? I was gonna talk yeah, to her about like doing a clothing right. line, but uh, line. ooh, a lingerie yeah. line, smart mm-hmm. man. It never happens. So. Okay, well, we're going through that now. We're doing the merch stuff, and we're getting all these things situated. Okay, so you end yeah. up in the spam folder. She then meets <laughs> up for a for like a, a yeah. hangout or something, or like a let's talk business, and then you guys meet, mm-hmm. and then what happens? I mean, from the day that we met, a lot of things happened. I don't know. I, if, I mean, for me, I can only speak for myself, but like we were both going through what I could say, like complicated situations with our marriage. Like I'm, I was married at the time, too. And then uh, <laughs> literally like we were both going through a separation and that's where we kind of like found common ground. OK. And then. Yeah, because I feel like if sometimes like a, a celebrity, it's hard to approach a celebrity because of who they are. Mm. You you had enough confidence. You were just like going for this. I'm a little socially awkward, so maybe that kind of like played put, a role. Played a role of like not being so concerned or worried in the present. Okay. Oh, you know what? I just popped into my mind. I remember seeing photos a while back. Did you guys <laughs> go these like photos? What is it? I know, <laughs> these photos. photos. You know why? Because I love I used, you. You're examining. No, you know why? I worked the photo desk at TMZ. I know. That was my whole you thing. You know, I had a crush on you. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You were so cute. <laughs> um, so, you. I just thought you were so cute. Like, Chris uh, is like, shut the fuck up. No, no, no it's all me. good. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm used to that part. So, um, no, so that's why things pop up into my mind because I'm visual and I 
looked through all the photos every day. Uh-huh. But I remember, didn't you? I see. And here's the thing: I don't know if there were photos or if it was truth, but it looked like you guys were out ring shopping. Was that a fictitious set of photos or something? Oh you yeah, were what happened? In a jewelry store? No. So what happened was, is um, these paps just wouldn't leave me alone, and I was going to the doctor's for a therapy appointment. <laughs> And his paps wouldn't leave me alone. We came out to go to the car, and I was like, you know what? Let's just give them their what they want. So, so we went, went into in the ring store. Yeah, we just had a little fun. Gotcha. See, yeah. it's so funny it, it's to hear the though. background story. You know, I, I want to ask you how, like Farah, how have you used the media to your advantage, like the paparazzi uh-huh. or the media? To how have you used it to take advantage of it for your own in a good way? I mean, yeah. you know, how do you yeah. take advantage of it? Yeah, I mean, it's like PR, right? I mean, um, for me, I kind of feel like I'm my own little PR person. And, um, you know, I try to think about timing. I try to think about not being in the media too much and oversaturating myself. And I also try to think about where I'm trying to go. So right now, I think it's just about timing. It's about doing things. I mean, later tonight, I'm going to get my first tattoo on on my wrist here. It's going to have breathe and cursive and then little musical notes above it. It's going to be my first tattoo. It's breathe music. Okay. So I'm really excited um, about that. It's going to be my only tattoo. So I'm not really tatting myself up. But I mean, like, and and I'm going to have that documented for, you know, media because I want to drive traffic over to my music. Mm -hmm. That's good. Well, you know, you being in Hollywood, you see it all the time. Celebrities reach out to the paparazzi. I, you know, as me as for what I do, people do it all the time. Yeah. Um. Do, do you know a lot of other celebrities that have done that as well? That reached oh, yeah. out to the paparazzi and oh, yeah. do it. Like every single one. See, this is this is like the big thing that I try to tell people. I'm like, it's so normal, but people don't like believe it. But it's it, it is the best part thing to kind of befriend the paparazzi because those are the people that yeah. are. Helping you out there. I know. Spread your message. Spread the word. Keep you relevant. Keep, you know, keeping yeah. you in magazines, on, on websites. I love paparazzi. Like, as long as they we have a mutual respect, like, I get their hustle. They understand mine. Mm-hmm. Feed off of it. As long as they're not freaking crazy people. Like, there are some crazy paps out there, too, right? Yeah. So, you just have to be careful. But I, like, love, love the way Brittany Murphy handled the paparazzi. Like, that's kind of how I... I, I want to emulate that. She was just so cool with them. She bought some some Pap's lunch. I mean, she just, you know, she was a sweet person. So I I, I want to Hey, have those that. are the people watching out for you, too. I mean, yeah. Like, it's shit. like there's a, a certain part of watching out and like, hey, I'm not going to, if you're friends with them, they're not going to throw out the, the worst photo exactly. possible Exactly. I hate you. these like people who just like, oh, no, the paparazzi. But yet like, they're walking down Robertson Boulevard and wanting to I get know. shot. <laughs> Seriously, they're at the Grove. I mean, they're always at the Grove. Chris, what's your uh, what's your view of the paparazzi? Is it weird for you? Yeah, it's awkward for me. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not that person. Yeah. Yeah. So like having cameras while you're on, you're like, oh, this is you awkward. You talking to me right now, this is awkward for yeah, me too. Yeah, it's awkward for yeah. me too, so don't <laughs> no, it's her it's thing. It's always awkward for me with him. <laughs> now, from a boy, boyfriend perspective, is it weird when she posts kind of racy photos on Instagram? No. Who do you think helps her? Oh, so you're the you're the you're the photographer behind the Instagram. Not all of them. Not all of them. Come but some on. of them. Okay. Some, some of, of them. them yeah. I've always wondered that because I'm, I'm you know I don't document my wife's stuff on Instagram <laughs> but like she's also not a public person and yeah. you know that's not her her thing so you're down with it yeah I mean I think again it's trying to change the narrative so whatever she can leverage her um, 
her existing publicity and PR for. Like, she's got a beautiful voice, and I think that's the biggest thing. Is like, mm-hmm. I believe that she can sing, and then it's trying to figure out her voice. And when you find those things that align for her, then it's just again utilizing the tools that she has at her disposal. So it's her social media, it's her ability to get press for things. Mm-hmm. You know, people are just fascinated with her life for yeah. some reason. And so for some, for reason. some reason, listen to him. I'm, you know, I mean that sarcastically. Look at this guy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But then, yes, yeah, she's already saying she knows. She knows what she's doing. She's driving traffic to the things that matter to her. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I got a snort I out of you. I love that. that. <laughs> what was your... What we was actually, your crazy experience with the paparazzi? Like during the height of your fame to everything. What was did you have one insane experience what, that you'll say? never forget? No, no. You can ask. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Go ahead. I was I was listening to the producer in my head too. Okay. okay. Uh, what was the craziest craziest experience you've ever had with the paparazzi? Craziest thing. I think um, right after Celebrity Big Brother in London, uh, I was going out to a club and I actually got date raped that night, which ugh, was awful. But <laughs> I might be by, by, by a paparazzi. I don't know. But um, yeah, like they were on top of the car. They wouldn't get off the car. Um, like the paps just were, it was like the first time that like, it, it was like a bench. Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the most kind of scariest situation I've ever had. Cause they were like on the, on top of the roof and like wouldn't let me out of the car. Like it was kind of terrifying. <laughs> it does sound so, scary. Yeah. So going back to your music, cause we're going to have to wrap this up. I'm getting yeah. Lewis, like giving me crazy. I, know. Hand I thought it was fist here. pumping. I thought you liked <laughs> like, me. Wrap like, yeah, this up. Um, no, back to your music because that is what's coming up next. Your yeah. Courtney RX. Is that what yes, it's called? Courtney RX. Are you going to be adding my song to the, uh, to your album? The one I like. Okay. What is it called again? I'll do it. What's the song? Why would you even? I thought you were a fan of mine. You don't even. No, know but I, I I heard it I'm one so time here. Right here. Now. This one. The light. Uh, the light. The light. I like this song. The lights. I want this on that on that album. Let Seriously? Me, yeah, but that so album good. is it's, very it's like dark. it's a dark like. But that album is very like um you know it's, it's hot and juicy, hot, hot and juicy. But this is a hot. sexy it's deep very, like, voice. You know, here, give it, do a little bit of it. Let me see. Of what? The the light. This one? Okay. Um, do you need this song to go? Take me back to the beginning when we're not alone. Um, is that what it is? I like it, yeah. <laughs> is that the song? Yeah. That's the song. It's tough. I was probably that. Show me the light. Show me the light, show me the light. I love it. I think it's so good. I don't know. Chris, I'm on board for this one to hit the album, bud. (laughs) 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 All right, we got to wrap this up. Thank you so much, Courtney. Where can people find you? Thanks. You can find me on my Instagram, Courtney Stodden, and on my Twitter, Courtney Stodden, and also my YouTube, Courtney Stodden Official. Official. And uh, she had a pretty deep message about uh, mental health and depression and yeah. opens up so go watch that on her youtube page i think it's helped out a lot of people a lot of fans adam thank you you can find us here every week at the hollywood pipeline podcast on itunes and kbc and uh until next time thank you thank <laughs> you thank so you thanks so much for having me